0: Welcome back to Cool America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks. And sorry about that. But today is one of the slowest sports days of the year, Monday. Uh, The Monday and Wednesday around the All-Star break are uh, traditionally the two days that no American sports were played, is what they used to say when I was young. Now the MLS exists. So the MLS does play Wednesday night. Uh, but none of the uh, – no no baseball, football, or, uh, or basketball going on at all. Now, you got some European soccer. Uh, tomorrow – uh, Tuesday you have some champs league uh, early on. Like, I'll be honest, if I were to show you a list, I think there's seven games tomorrow, 14 teams. Of those 14 teams – Die-hard soccer people that follow Might recognize three or four Mm. Like uh, I'm sure I'm sure Kyle I'm trying to think of people that will be listening Like Kyle Oglesby and maybe Mike Carroll if he's out there today Uh, Some of them they might pick it up Most people you're going to go Who on every one of them But I want to Start out here Uh it's, it's the MLB All-Star break, so let's take a look at the standings and our report cards going into it. We're going to start out the AL East. The Rays are on top. Look, they're 58-35. They're and 35. That's two games ahead of the Orioles, and if you heard my preseason show, I did not have the Rays and the Orioles as the top two. The Rays actually 3-7 and seven in their last 10 before the break. They needed the break. Uh, including losing two or three to Atlanta, um, you never want to do that. Uh, the Blue Jays are sitting in third; uh, they're seven games back. Both the Blue Jays and Orioles six and four in their last ten. Uh, going into it, the Yankees they're eight games out, four and six in the last ten. Forty nine and forty two dropped the series to the Cubbies. First time that the Cubs had ever won in Yankee Stadium. All right Now, that only played there like twelve times ever. Yeah, because Emily didn't exist, so the only time we saw him was in the World Series. And that's that's not good. And that was like back in the twenties, like literally against Babe Ruth. Um, pretty sure he had like a called shot in Wrigley or something. I don't know, it's crazy. Mm. Anyway. The uh the Yankees had a lot of setbacks. They had a lot of injuries, and they're sitting there only eight back. Uh, I'm not counting them out that. Now, the Red Sox, they were hot going into the break, eight and two in their last ten. They got back they're only nine back. This is far from over. 48-43, five games over 500 is last in this division. Any team in this division, every team in this division has money. They could go out and make moves. That certain It's just do you make the right moves? And I mean the Yankees, what do they have? You no know, three hundred million on the DL or something like that. It's it's ridiculous. So how much are they willing to do? There's there's a lot a lot of variables. Every team in this division has money except for the Rays who are winning the division. Uh, <laughs> let's be clear on that. Um, now we move over to the AL Central. You've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. They were 6-4 going into the break. They're 45-45, leading the division. The Twins are 45-46. How about that extra game played? Um, only a half came back. Twins are going to win this division. Uh, I think they're the better team. I think Terry Francona is the best manager, and that is why they're still there. Uh, and it's going to be a battle between the two. Last year, the Guardians were in the playoffs. Uh, they were the youngest team in the playoffs, so we're certainly not counting them out, but I mean, it's a two horse race. The Tigers are five and a half back, the White Sox are eight, and the Royals are 19 and a half, and lucky to still be allowed in MLB. Uh, the White Sox, I know Andrew and their fans uh, they would like to see them do something. I don't think so. 38 and 54 in the first half, your sellers, not buyers. I don't know when the last time Tim Anderson hit a home run is, but it's been a long time. Mm. Now, jumping over to the AL West. This was pretty much exactly what we thought. The Rangers on top, 52-39, 3-7 in the last 10, though. Uh, the Astros have made a little run. They're 9-500, 50-41. They're 6-4 in the last 10, but they're only two back. You know they're going to be there at the end. The Rangers went out; they spent. It's worked out well. They've got pitching, they hit, uh, but can they sustain it and hold on? I think once, if the Astros once the Astros overtake them, they run away from them. It deflates the Rangers. <laughs> certain teams, certain organizations, you have to learn how to win. All right, and I don't know that they have the Mariners. Everybody's darling before the season. <clears throat> they finally turned it around a little bit. They're 45-44, and 44, just over five 7 7-3 in the last 10, only six back. I still believe that they'll make a run and get into the playoffs, especially with this expanded field. And there's also the Angels, who are 1-9 in their last 10, dropping them to a 45-46, only seven back. But they're going the other way from Seattle. You know, you see Seattle seven to three in the last ten, Angels one nine, Angels will have a lot of injuries. I think they have to deal Shohei Otani. Either either they have to lock up Otani for a long term deal, or they have to deal him by the all-star break. Hmm. You just cannot risk him walking out the door and you getting nothing in return. Uh it's it's the fan base will lose their mind. But, I mean, what do you do? You know, uh, I would like to see him deal Trout to a contender. Just so I could see Mike Trout in the postseason. You know, uh, please, send him somewhere. Man, he'd look good in those pinstripes in New York, wouldn't he? In that lineup. he <laughs> get to the postseason and here's Judge uh, Trout and Stanton all in a row. Rizzo's in there? Mm. Why not? Go ahead, make the move. And then there's the Oakland Athletics. We're calling that now because they'll be the Vegas Athletics. Before we know it, 25 and 67. Gotta exceed. Gotta say that exceeds expectations for most people. 25 wins. That's exceeding expectations for most. They're four and six in their last ten going into the break. Only 27 and a half out of first so yeah, there's that now. Let's take a look at the NL West uh, It wasn't until the last couple of weeks that the Dodgers got back up there There's seven and three in the last ten while the Diamondbacks are four and six and theirs and they are tied for the division lead the Dodgers 51 and 38 Diamondbacks 52 and 39 so it's like 0.002 percentage points that they're ahead but they are ahead. Mm. Now the Giants are sitting there, four and six in their last ten, going into the break, forty-nine and forty-one. Though two and a half games out, the Padres spent all that money. You made all those moves, and you're four games under five hundred. You're six and four. You're eight and a half games back. You cannot believe you're going to catch. You cannot believe that you're going to catch the L.A. Dodgers. You cannot. If it was just Arizona there, you've got to be like, all right, look, we can turn this around, we're getting healthy, we can do this. But with the Dodgers up there, they have to know. They're playing for a wild card or, you know, hoping to get in the playoffs. And otherwise, you're blowing it up. You're blowing it up. And my goodness, if they do, that's so many players that could help so many teams. Yeah, they fit in the right system and come together. Who? And that's something to watch for. What does San Diego do at the break? They've been big-time buyers the past couple of years. At what point do they go, hey, this ain't working? Now, over to the Comedy Central, the worst division in baseball. My goodness. The Cincinnati Reds are leading it. And they got, they got the young guy. Yeah, he's exciting. He can play. They're 50-41. They're seven and three in the last ten. All right, so nine games over five hundred, and yeah, uh, you know, they're they're leading the Brewers by one game. Brewers are sitting there at forty nine and forty two, uh, only a game back. Six and four in their last ten going in. The Cubbies five and five five hundred in their last ten. Uh, forty two and forty seven, seven games back. 500-500, but. Only seven games back. What did they do now? You know Cody Bellinger. He's let's see, a, a one year deal? You no. Know, what are they going to do with guys like that? And you know, they locked up a few of them, half of some of them. But uh, Dansby. But it'll be interesting to see if the Cubs decide to do what they've done the past couple of years and be you know big sellers at the trade deadline, or if they actually believe this team can win this terrible division. And get in it. The Pirates are only a game and a half out of the Cubs. They're 41 and 49, uh, eight and a half back, but trending badly to three and seven in the last ten. The Cardinals in last in the division, you gotta love to see that. There's yeah, that's just great. Uh 11 and a half out of first, five and five in the last ten going into the break. Um, there's everybody says don't let out the Cardinals, and I get it. Because the Cardinals they have the second most world championships only behind the Yankees. And yeah, you know, they they've been a, a very good franchise for a very long time. But I'm writing this team off. They're done so. Um I'm interested to see what they do with the Wilson Gutrest and, and some of those guys that they have that they paid the money for. Is it fire cell time for the Cardinals? And you know, you're sitting last in the division. Seems like it. You can't just stay packed, can you? Maybe they can. Over to the NL East. Now, everybody on here is about to rip me for this. The Atlanta Braves, best record in baseball, 60-29, 8-2 in their last 10. I mean, come on. They're eight and a half games up in front. They're good. They have made me a lot of money this year just betting on the Atlanta Braves. They hit more home runs before the All-Star break than any team in the history of baseball. And that is what scares me about this team. All right, stay with me. This is, I've got the hatred of Atlanta Braves off. Glasses off. Not off my heart, because that's always there. But looking at it, logically, logically, postseason baseball is won by pitching, defense, and timely hitting, manufacturing runs. This Atlanta team does not manufacture a whole lot of runs. The majority of their runs are the long ball. They live by the long ball, and they will die in the postseason by the long ball if they do not make a couple moves. Now, their GM. Couple of years ago, every move he made worked out to perfection for him, and that's how they ended up winning the World Series. And so, who am I to doubt he can do it again? But I question the other team. I mean, they're hot right now; and they're hot, hot. But it's July. They they didn't lose a series in the month of June, but that was June and July. Can you maintain this all the way through? July, the rest of July, August, September, October, and most importantly November. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they peaked early. I think that they're they're fun to watch, you know, and they they score a lot. Oh, but I don't. If I were a betting man, as I am, I would not take them to win the World Series. I'm just saying. The Marlins are sitting there in second. They're 5-5 five five in the last 10 going into the break. They're 8.5 games out. 53 and 39. That's not a bad record. you take a look at that, that's leading any other NL division. 53-39. Because you got the Reds at 50 and 41, the Dodgers at 51 and 38. And they're 8.5 back. That's how dominant Atlanta has been in this first half. They, they absolutely have been. The Phillies are 48 and 41, 6 and 4 in their last 10. They're 12 out. 48 and 41 has you right there, you know, leading the divisions and the others. And so you got to think that whether it be the Marlins, the Phillies, the Mets, whoever, they get at least two teams in because, you know, they, 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 their records are too good uh, not to. Now, the Mets, they went through a bad June. And they're 42 and 48, 600, 500, 18 and a half games out. They're 6 and 4 in the last 10. Uh, the Nats, 36 and 54. 4 and 6 in the last 10 going into the break. 36 and 54 is 400 baseball. And that has them in, in last in this division by 24 and a half games. But let me also point out the only team that would be behind them. In the National League that is behind them is the Rockies. I didn't even mention, they're they're 18 back in the West. 3-7 in their last 10 going into it. I just completely skipped over them because they're so far out. They're 18 out. But they're 34-57. That is the only team behind the Nationals. And the Nationals, it's not going to get better. Because everybody in that division needs these games. And they're going to hammer you on it. So, there's your, uh, there's your, and I, I, before the season, I went against Tampa. I did. Um, I went with Minnesota in the central. I did not have, uh, Arizona doing what they're doing. I, I took the Astros. So, yeah, there's a lot of divisions that I've, I'm missing on right now, but it ain't over, Rock. It ain't over. We got a second half to go. It's going to be a good time. Now. Let's take a minute to jump over what most of y'all tuned in to listen to, and that's T-Town Dark League. T-Town Dark League, the best league that there is out there. Um, probably the best commissioner out of all the major sports, I would think. I mean, I'm extremely biased, as it is I. But, uh, it's, come on, you can't tell me I'm not doing a better job than Rob Manfred. You know, Goodell, he's bringing in all the dollars, so I'll give you that. And, uh, what's his name? The clown in the NBA. I don't even want to talk about that. They're just a bed. ESPN and Disney are what's carrying them. What for them? the league would have gone bust. Uh, <laughs> the players are so greedy, they don't care. I don't care if the owners make money, lose it, whatever. They don't care about the fans. The bonds get fans thrown out of games, and people are still cheering for them, you idiots. Anyway. Hmm. Let's take a look at T Dart League. And I'll tell you the last nights we played. We did not play last Tuesday, as it was July Fourth. The Tuesday before is where I left us off. Uh, our team, we went over to the Red Shed, one of my favorite places to play, and we got worked. And it wasn't that all of us threw bad. We did. Our team did not throw bad. We just there's a difference in throwing good darts and in throwing winning darts, and we did not throw winning darts. They did. Now, Keon came out. He was on fire. Keon was was flat-out dealing. I'll tell you, going into the match, Scotty Mack was leading the MVP race. I was up there around third. Yeah, Keon's leading it now. Ryan, if you look at the website, Ryan, it says he's on top. He's only played one week. He's not. Even if he played the rest of the season, well, he might could because they have a couple of makeup games, but I'll get to that. You have to play in half the league games in order to – be eligible for any awards and he's played in one uh this this right here tomorrow uh there's only three weeks left tomorrow and then two more weeks in the regular season uh but taking a look at it projectile dysfunction that's danny shanahan and hoss and them uh, over at hoppers they're sitting on the top of the table at 45 third duck magic catapulted up to 42 uh Tied with Darts United. Obviously, they have the tiebreaker as they beat us 11 to 1. Bad day. Um, but uh, bad day to be a good guy. Uh, no, but uh, we're Darts United and my team, we're sitting there with 42. Obviously, we've played a unique. Darts gone wild. Matt Jones, uh, David Howard, uh, Tui, Side, Sonya, and Ryan. They're sitting there at 40, you know, right behind it. Via at 35. The defending champion, Dark Men Comet, at, at 32. Over the Hill Gang, Sam them who have been Road, road Warriors. Gillette's decided, I knew they weren't going to be open in May. And then they decided they weren't going to be open Mondays and Tuesdays because the summer has been so bad in Tuscaloosa. Uh, like, it has been bad, bad for the bars. Not busy i um, starting to pick back. Tonight was a good night for, for Unique, and I was really, really happy. Uh, Tessa, Tessa did a great job on the bar. Uh, I was here with them all night, um, Ethan at the door. They, they did very well. We had a good crowd. Yeah, they did a good job. Um, but it was, it's not been good. Mm. Overall, and that's good compared to summer, not compared to spring or fall. Uh, but they're not open. So, Over the Hill Gang at Galette so on Monday and Tuesday. So, Over the Hill Gang has been playing on the road every match, every week. Uh, the dart side, <coughs> the third team that plays out of Unique is sitting there currently with 26. Three points ahead of Short Shafts with Sticky Tips. And Shits and Giggles sitting there with 19. So, that's where the standings currently are. Short Shots for Stinky Chips Obviously had a top shelf Uh The top 8 make the playoffs There's 10 in it So And the dark side actually forfeited the match So give those some credit They forfeited uh A 7-0 to Shits and Giggles And They came out last week And they They beat Darts Gone Wild Who Two weeks ago Uh You know We lost So did they But Yeah you know, They only lost like 7-5 We lost like one But uh <laughs> All the unique teams have now played each other. And we beat both of them. So, once again, we, you know, I, I got to say it. Dart United still never lost to a team that plays out of unique. And there's a very good chance we'll see at least one of them in the playoffs. Now, I do need to throw the asterisks out there and let y'all know about a couple of things. Asterisks. Um... Right now, Dartman Cometh. I told you they have thirty-two points. and yeah, they're sitting down in what? Sixth place. They have two makeup games, okay? They gotta play Third Dart Magic, who's sitting there with 42 up there, uh in second place right now. Uh and so they yeah, both those have a makeup game against each other. And then the Dartman Cometh have to play Bia, who's in fifth, sitting there with thirty-five. Um, that game, Dartmouth Cometh versus VR, has been scheduled. I'm not going to go through all the details of it, but VR needed a location change. And Dartmouth Cometh, I mean, yeah, Dartmouth Cometh, they had a couple of guys that were going to be out of town, so they were actually going to be playing with a ghost. So the agreement was they would change venues if VR would change dates. And I had to shuffle the schedule at the end of you know, week eight, I believe it was, to give them a compensatory, compensate them with a home game, which I was able to do because Gillettes team is not playing any home games. I switched them to being on the road on the books. And so Hoppers, they'll be at Hoppers instead of Hoppers was going to be at them and they'd have to find somewhere to play. Uh, that match will be at Hoppers. The other Hoppers team, shits and Giggles, will go to uh, Dartmouth Comet. And that way, Nocturnal doesn't lose a home game, and uh, nobody else does either. And uh, John uh, was overly gracious. He's like, look, I'm not trying to steal a home game for ourselves. Uh, and so they decided uh, they're going to play it here at Unique, Wednesday night. So they would get that makeup game made up. Now that still leaves, after they play that one, want me coming to play Third Dark Magic. I can tell you insider info tomorrow's game I think it's just commissioner info but uh that tomorrow's game uh that Third Dark Magic has to play here in week seven um they're supposed to be at home against shits and giggles and that game's gonna be re- rescheduled. Keon text me tonight. And they're gonna uh, try and reschedule that game. So, uh, Third Dark Magic will have two makeup games to play, plus their week eight and week nine. And they you have to have all games played before the start of week nine. So that means they gotta get them played pretty quick. And all the uh, captains will be getting a text reminding them about this. And so they're gonna have to they're gonna start you know, getting these games in. And I know Keon has been very busy and I know what he has going on, I get that. But the rest of their team, they gotta step up and yeah, hey, let's go, let's get these games played. And they're good enough to do it. Uh, it's just getting it organized, getting it going. Um and they they have six guys on the roster, six or five. Five. Because they have Scotty Mack, Keon, Navarro from the original Throwback Magic. Oh, they have uh, Nick Chichester and Hammond. So they have five. Seth technically hasn't played with them all season, but they have the rights to it. They have his contract, I guess you could say. Mm. It's going to be a dirty pull when he shows up with the postseason, I'm telling you. Anyway, it's going to be tough, man. There's going to be rules getting written. Anyway, which I I personally, I'll tell you, it's not my place as commissioner to make rules. It is my job to enforce the rules that the league makes. The players, the captains, everybody, we make the rules. It's just my job to enforce them. Um, And so with that, I I am going to recommend next year that in, if in order to be eligible to play uh, to win any awards you have to play in half the team's games, I think in order to be eligible to play in the postseason, you should play in half the team's games. That's just my opinion on it. You know, uh, showing up one to two weeks and showing up the postseason, that's almost like bringing in a ringer. It's not white, in my opinion, but that's just where I stand. Hmm. Are you really part of the league if you only play one or two weeks and then show up for the postseason? I don't think so. Uh, but that obviously, that's not a rule. That's just something that uh, I would bring up uh, before the league and uh, let them vote on it. But the rest of tomorrow's matchups, let's take a look at it. And I don't know if this will be out, if you even hear this before tomorrow, or because uh, my, my phenomenal producer, James Green, I text him and let him know I record after, but I'm sure he has to be up and go to work early, so he'll probably put it out after he gets off work tomorrow. Um, whenever he does, it'll be out and you'll hear it, but let's be honest, you can't exactly turn on ESPN and follow the ticker to see the scores of T-Town Dart League. so Wednesday, unless you're out there playing and talking to people, you're not going to know anyway. Um, but here's tomorrow's matches. You've got the Dartmouth Cometh coming down here Too Unique to play our team. Oh, Doctor. That's the defending champions. That's Meat and Evans and Tyler Crawford and Claire Bear Stare and Chris Statham, that team. They won the title for a reason. They got Lyon on the team also. Don't know if he'll be there. I do know he played last Saturday uh, down at, uh, at Nocturnal's Tournament. Um and won it. <laughs> and he's really good. Uh Lions a really, really good player. Uh, but I don't know if he'll be there. He's only played once this season, so we'll see. Uh, the Dart side will travel to the Hound Suit to play BI. Uh, should be a fun, fun matchup between those two teams. Steve and Gator and them. Uh, they, they've been rolling, man. They've been doing well. Tanner Barnes and Abby were here practicing earlier today. And uh, they're, they're a good team, they're a solid team, and they're competing. Uh, you know, they still play. Now, Steve, I know, had his wisdom teeth out, and uh, he's he's been having a tough recovery. Uh, in fact, last I heard he was going back to the doctor on Sunday because the bleeding had not stopped and everything, and it was, it was pretty rough on him. So, will he be there? That's a question mark, question mark. We don't know. Um, Darts going gone wild. The other unique team. They're on the road all the way over the hoppers to projectile dysfunction. Were they looking ahead last week? Were they looking at this matchup? Now let me tell you, David Howard versus Hoss is the matchup I want to see. If those two get paired up in cricket, buddy, that's that's one that's worth the price of admission, which you yeah, know they don't charge covers, so it's definitely worth it. Um Danny Shanahan. He'll be out there in one whether he gets, you know, my goodness, they mix their lineup up so much, Matt does, uh, with, you know, whether he gets Sides or Sonya, and and uh they, they, both teams are so solid. Uh, that, I think that's going to be a really good match there. Um, and then you've got Shits and Giggles, like I say, supposed to go to Red Shed, play Third Dark Magic. I've heard that game will be postponed, uh, rescheduled. We'll see. I'll know more tomorrow. And the over the hill gang on the road, as always, they go down to top shelf. They go short shafts and sticky jumps. And Mallory and Denny and uh, and and their whole team, Ginger and all them. That's yeah, a fun team to play. Uh, Sam Adams, Morvin and them, they'll uh, they'll have a good time with them. I know they don't always enjoy driving downtown because they're eight hundred million years old. That's the combined age of their team, not in. Well, no, Sam Adams is about that old by himself, but. They uh they'll head down there. Now we'll jump over here to the single standings real quick, and let me just tell you. These are ridiculous. You get I'll just tell you where we're at and know that and then I'll explain. Mac is on top of the West uh with 35 points, Danny has 33, Nick Chichester 30, Sam Hall 29, Tui 28, Hunger 28, Coleman 24, Matt Jones 23, Andy at 20, Steve at, at 18, and Sonia at 14. But, some of them have already played this week's games. Alright? I have not. I played mine on Thursday. Some, some people have had their buy. I have mine last week. Other people have not. There's three more people that have bye. Somebody this week you know, and then the last two weeks of the season. So... Uh, some of them have played all their games and are you know called up to date some of them still have a couple of games to play uh, other than the final you know two or three so all this is very skewed you'd have to go through the schedule I do put the scores on there as they come in uh, and look to see but here's the good news going into the final week of the season you're only allowed to have one game left to play and so that everybody knows where they are in the playoff fight going into it so we'll have that. Now the East is even more complicated with their games and how they've been played and not. They're actually further behind than the West. But Drew is sitting on top with 36. Will at 33. JJ at 29. Hulse at 27. Wallen 24. Stephen Gregory at 28. Sam Willingham 14. Beck 12. Chris Davis 9. Benlow 7. Kenny 1. Now, like I say. If you go to the schedule, and I'm going to just briefly scroll through here, they have all the week one matches, the week twos, um, week three looks like. Still got Ben Lowe and Chris Davis from week three, haven't played. Um, Steven and Ben Lowe from week four, haven't played. Um, Ben Lowe and Kenny in week five, haven't played. Uh, Week six, Ben Lowe and Hoss haven't played. Week 7, Beck and Hoss haven't played. Week 8, which was last week, Chris and Beck haven't played. Ben Lowe and Walden haven't played. Steven and Kenny haven't played. Week 9, of course, is this week we're currently in. None of them have played. None of them. Now, you look over at the West, and, yeah, you know, my division I'm in, and... All over week one, week two. I'm pretty sure that we're, we're caught up. Yeah, week three is good. Week four is good. Week five is good. Week six is... Uh, week six, Steve against Sam Hall has not been played yet. Week seven, all good there. Week eight, Steve against Tui has not been played. Sonia against Matt Jones has not been played. That's uh, That was last week's. Then week nine, got Nick and Danny. They haven't played. Tui and Coleman, we played Thursday around 4 o'clock at Unique. Uh, Sam Hall and Mac have played. Hunger and Sonia have played. Steve and Indy have not. So as you can see, those those standings are kind of skewed on games that I love to play and all that, but it is what it is. Anyway, um, I do want to tell you we have tournaments here at Unique. On Sunday at 5 p.m., it's blind draw teams, and Thursday, that's singles at 7 p.m., and anybody's welcome to come and play in those. They're open to everybody, and I know it can be intimidating. When I when I first started out, I was like, I'm not getting enough to play in those guys. I'm not playing that tournament, you know, and I'm like, what? And... They told me that, like, look, you need to play on them. That's how you get better. You know, you get better by, you know, playing better players, and you'll learn a lot, you know, all this. And somewhere along the lines, we've lost sight of things. Red Shed has a tournament. They have a tournament tonight on Monday. Uh, Hoppers is doing one on Wednesday. Uh, you know, and here's the thing is that these tournaments are, are for everybody. The way to get into the league, the way to get started out is to show up one night playing these. And if you're a player that's a league player and you get to know someone that's not, what an opportunity for you to be a mentor and help somebody and help them learn. You know, I know last week on Monday, you know, I got a guy. I don't know if he's ever played in the league. If he has, I don't I do really remember him. But, uh, you know, I, I was coaching him up the whole time. And telling him what to do and, you know, and helping him out, and we were able to win the tournament. Uh, his name was Meat. Yeah, me and Meat. Uh, you know, I, I coached him all the way through, and you know, we we uh, we won that tournament. And so sometimes you get a guy like that. I had others where my birthday tournament. I played in six tournaments in six days. Last week, July fourth week, we had the bye. You know, there were no games in team league. And I had the buy-in singles league, and I played in six tournaments in six states. So I had a tournament for my birthday, and I got uh, I, I got the mystery partner. And I got to tell y'all, best case scenario, the four players playing are Danny Shanahan and Grip against Scotty Mack and Matt Jones. I'm going to get one of those four players. The winning team, obviously, if answers. The loser, the two of them are drawing. There's never been a better mystery partner, you know, grouping that I could think of. I was like, how'd these two teams lose in the first round? Well, Scotty Mack and uh, Matt Jones lose, and they draw, and I get Matt Jones. And Matt actually pulled me aside, Scotty Mack and the and he goes, hey, man, if you want to call Scott, ask him to come back. I was the one throwing bad. He goes, I was throwing real bad, and you can have you I went, no, dude, look, that's not the way it's done. Y'all drew for it, you know. I was like, it's just a dark tournament. It's not that big a deal. I was like, Come on. well, I know there's a good amount of money. It's your birthday. Dude, that don't matter. I was like, you're going to play better. I know you are because I demand it. And, uh, and he did. Matt Jones found it. And me and him, we were on the hill you know, going to the final. Danny Shannon and Group came all the way through the loser's bracket. And then they beat us in the final. Like, we had stolen from them. They got hot. We had a good little break. And, uh... It was my birthday, so a lot of shots were done. But we, that wasn't the reason they beat us. They just beat us. Uh, turned around on Sunday, and me and Sam Willingham lost in the final. On Monday, like I say, I coached that new kid, meet, And we were able to win it on Tuesday because there was no league. We had a tournament here at Unique. And I don't remember all of it. <laughs> I'm blanking. Uh, on, uh, on how that one went. Uh, Wednesday, I went to uh, Hoppers, and Mac and I came in third in their tournament. And then uh, Thursday in the singles tournament, uh, I, I I lost. Uh, I didn't do well in that one, and I was happy to get out of it and be done and sit down. And uh, I did play this past Sunday, and me and Ben Lowe... We got to the finals and uh, and lost there uh, to Mack and Keith, two of my teammates. So I'm gonna lose to somebody, and we had beaten them early on and put them in a losers bracket. But they came back through and, and they got us. And sometimes coming to losers brackets an advantage. Anyway, we have this tournament jumping by. Oh, look, I gotta go home. It's uh it's currently right now two forty 45 m. I'm bartending the from open till five o'clock. And, uh, I gotta be back here by noon because I got deliveries and stuff. So, I, I got a lot to do. Uh, most of my staff is enjoying their summer and they're just taking off for weeks and months. And even if there's, like, five, six other names up there written down to be off, they don't care. They're right there's down. They, they care nothing about me. They, they work here as employees. They're like, oh, no, it's fine. Coleman will figure it out. And that involves me doing it. Uh... That's what it comes down to, is I end up, it's like, okay, oh, well, I budget it myself. And, uh, they, yeah, I get it. I understand. They're young. They want to have the summer. Uh, you want to do this? That's fine. But what they don't see is that eventually I'm going to hire more people, and we'll have more that come back, and then they're going to go, these are all the shifts I'm getting? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Mm. Because I had to get people to cover them. So that's that. I don't even think most of them would care Honestly And they do a wonderful job when they're here It's just getting them here Anyway That's my time I'm not going to go into all this I'm gonna, it's, we're, we're about 40 minutes in So there it is I've got to go home and go to bed Thank you all so much Anybody that has come by in the summer Thank you We appreciate it Because uh, <laughs> It ain't been busy uh, At all Anywhere around here I promise you So swing by Stop by Say hello Um Check us out. Anyway, uh, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And when you get married, make the damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm extremely single. I'm ugly, so you there's your, you won't have a problem with that. <laughs> Thanks for listening.